You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel. We'll help you to see a real and practical Christianity from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today we're continuing our teaching on the book of Psalms. So let's get right into it. So we've been dealing with Psalms 91. We did part verse 1. <laughs> let's say part 1. Verse 1, 2. Uh, okay, let's do verse 3. Okay, I think 1, 2 was really packed. Go check it out if you didn't listen to yesterday so we'll just move on verse 3 says surely he would deliver you from the snare of the father now remember we also said that psalms 91 has a lot of focus on protection your christian life has many parts and each part must be dealt individually you must how i put it salvation is a general thing you must believe but when it comes to appropriating the things that belong to you based on the salvation you have received you take them one by one and stay on them you know it's not i wish is it's not the same way you believe for salvation salvation is just like i believe very very but th- these other ones yeah you believe but then there's a staying on it there's a getting your mind to accept those realities for them to manifest you see that aha and i also said that you don't use the experience of others or even your own experience to determine what the word of god says or whether it's true or not you actually have to ensure that god's word the integrity of his word is kept in other words i am not using my experiences to determine what is true what is not no god's word is true if i had an experience outside of god's word it just means that there's something i don't know or something i know that i need to know better and practice that's how it works okay so verse 3 surely he will deliver you now I love that word surely surely oh glory surely it means it's a sure thing that he will deliver you it's not something that is there will be doubt no surely he will what deliver you and i love that word he will like deliver that word deliver is the word to snatch away like i was looking at the meaning and it just means part of it means to snatch away to defend but to escape like it's just this kind of horrid tense it has this horridness to it surely he will snatch you away from the snare of the fowler the word snare is just the trap and fowler there is the word trapper <laughs> that's what it means if you're reading king james you can just miss road so he will deliver he will snatch you away from the trap of the trapper in other words there's this dude that set a trap and or whatever anything that traps you circumstances it could be at work maybe someone wants to frame you in other words, someone lays in wait, someone puts something in your path to make you fall or stumble. He says he will snatch you away from it so that you don't fall into it. I seen that. Aha. Uh-huh. And then he now says from the noise on pestilence. That, you know, let me say this. As I'm studying this from my Bible or I'm reading this, I'm using um, what's that thing? Is it a concordance? No, a lexicon. A lexicon gives you the original words that this uh it gives you the original words that all of these things were written in. so we've always said that the old testament for example was written in hebrew and aramaic the new testament in greek and in fact there is the old testament that the, the old testament was translated into the greek and then into other languages so you have to go back to the original words what word was used because from there you will actually have much more insight because 
these King James guys, only God knows, like their use of English, the kind of words they used then, many of those words are not in circulation anymore. Like, for example, the word suffer, right? They use the, you know, just they say, suffer the little children to come to me. The word suffer does means allow. But then, the word suffer, that like, suffer today means to suffer. Then, it meant, to, it meant allow. So, you must make room for all these things as you study. That's why Bible study is tedious work. It's a full-time job that requires full-time concentration to get the, you know, is it Jews or Jews out of it. Okay, so, and from the noisome pestilence. So, noisome pestilence just means a destroying, uh, basically, so a wicked destroyer or something like that. So, he will deliver, he will snatch you from a trap of the person that puts a trap before you and the person who wants to destroy you. Verse 4, and I want to just reflect on that. Surely, it's a sure thing. As I said, these things are not automatic because when we say God will protect you, we have this idea in our head, oh God, independent of me, will protect me. Uh-uh. Yes, yeah, so there are some things that actually happen like that. But usually when it comes to your protection or anything that requires appropriating what Christ has paid for, faith is involved. Faith, you must believe it. Do you get? It's more like you walking it than just waiting oh, it to happen. Oh, provision, go make a way and all those things. Uh-uh, there's a way you walk it. Do you get? There's something you do and that thing is called trusting God. Do you get what I'm saying? It's called trust. It's called believing God. You, there's, a, there's an awareness you must have. Oh, God meets my needs. Oh, God protects me. It's an awareness you must have. It doesn't just happen automatically. And this is why a lot of people, oh, God protect me, God protect me. The guy will go sign and he won and someone will slap them. They can cut sound and someone will shoot them because they are like, how will I put it? It's like you are, um, like you're afraid. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you're, you're quoting when you're afraid. He, he will cover. He, he, he shall deliver me from the, from the snare. He, he, chimo, chimo, blood just. No, nah, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like this. You must have, there's a confidence you must carry as you are speaking these words. And that's why we've always said, it's not when you enter into the trap of the trapper, when you're inside the trap, bah, it will deliver me from this now. Like, uh-uh. You have to walk it on yourself. It's why this thing is being taught to you. It's why you're hearing it, so that you are digesting it, you are learning, you are, you know, taking out time to meditate, to think on the scriptures, to grow a conviction. Do you get what I'm saying? You grow a conviction. So that when you now get meet the situation, what happens is when you have conviction, even if fear comes initially, there's a stop. Don't be afraid. You you calm down. You can you can easily calm down and they can begin to remind yourself, no, this is what I know, this is what I believe. I cannot be trapped. I cannot, you could begin to speak God's word back to him, begin to speak the words of faith. You get that's how it works. That's how it works. We looked at Shadrach Meshach and Abednego yesterday, and we looked at how those guys were so confident. They said, King, in fact, they said, we're not even going to talk with you for long on this matter. They were so confident in what God would do. So, that's how it has to be. It's a responsibility to just leave what God has left to us. He has given us his power, his ability, his protection. We are the ones who have to apply it. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like someone has given you the bread and given the butter and says, apply That is, if you want the butter, take the butter. You know, I say, no, you apply the butter for me. No, he's already given you the butter. So apply it. Amen. <laughs> Alright, so verse 4 says, He shall cover you with his feathers. Right? Notice from verse 1, it's, you dwell in the secret place, you know, he's your refuge and fortress, he's your covering. In other words, you are surrounded by him. 
you remember the story of Job where Satan came and said, ah, that's, ah. So, yeah, I can't touch him because there's a hedge around him. There's a hedge. The same way there's a hedge around us. That hedge is a hedge of fire, actually, because it's a hedge of angels. The Bible calls angels ministering spirits. Um, that's Hebrews chapter, I think, one says he makes angels winds. He makes them flames of fire or spirits. Yeah, spirits winds. He makes them flames of fire. So, angels are fire elementals. Basically, so they are like when you talk about ah, we are surrounded by fire. It is the ministry of angels surrounding you. Glory to God. So he will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings shall you what trust. Notice he says trust, right? Or confide in your confidence will be in him. Do you get what I'm saying? He said there's a confidence that must be in him, not in things, not in how much your daddy pays for security per month. Not in how fortified your garrison is. Not you don't trust in external things. As I said, I lock my gate at night, but the person I trust to protect me and my family is not my gate. I trust the Lord. Yes, unless the Lord watch over a city, <laughs> the watchman who watches watches in vain. Is there's no point. He might as well just go to sleep because anything that will happen will happen. <laughs> but when God is at watch, then nothing's gonna happen. Look at what he says. He says, His truth shall be my shield and buckler. Now, if you notice, I'm personifying. This is not how it is in my Bible. But I've been, when I was a kid, my dad taught us how to read the Psalms that exact way. That's in a very personal manner. So, I do not read the Psalms without personifying it. And that's how it should be. You actually, like, personify it, make it suited to yourself. So, let's continue. His truth shall be my, what, shield and buckler. That word shield actually is just shield. The word buckler, funny enough, is also a shield. It's not because the King James calls it buckler. Buckler is also something that you buckle, like you buckle your belt or something. You strap it to yourself. But the word buckler there, funny enough, is just, um, how will I put it? Just a shield, like something that wraps that surrounds you. So it's still a, sh- a shield. So his truth shall be my shield. Now that word truth actually just means his stability or the word, the original word means is his, his faithfulness his trustworthiness will be my shield in other words my confidence what will preserve me is his, is his faithfulness the fact that he will cover me he will deliver me you get what i'm saying that he has integrity so that alone is a confidence i carry like a shield are you seeing that verse 5 he says you shall not or i shall not be afraid of the terror by night so i want you to notice something he says you shall not be afraid you shall not be afraid is because of the confidence you have the knowledge you have that gives you confidence so it's not just that you will not be afraid but you will not be afraid because of the confidence you have in him so you will not be afraid and there's serious reason look go and listen to my teachings on fear fear versus faith when you begin to walk in fear that's when satan has you if you walk in fear where where fear is present where you are always afraid satan has you that is his domain his territory do you get what i'm saying because fear is a form of belief. Fear is a belief in harm. Fear is a belief that something can harm you. That is what fear is. So it's belief, and that means, and by your believing, you empower Satan. So when he says you shall not be afraid, what is he saying? He's saying that Satan loses power because you are not afraid. And what happens? God is enabled to help you. You will not be afraid, what, for the terror of by night. So he says terror or whatever terror fear whatever happens it says by night not the arrow that flies by day <laughs> every arrow that flies by day 
basically he's saying that he's talking about harm or danger whatever happens at night during the day he's telling you that god is capable of protecting you at night and during the day some people are more terrified of things at night say hey <laughs> hey hey you know no whatever it is god will protect you know it's if you are afraid of the dark it's really because you don't understand some of these things if you are hearing me and you are still afraid of the dark is the ha don't know all those things so some people generally are still afraid of the dark if you are afraid of the dark it's because in your head you've empowered lots of thoughts and ideas maybe from all your novels or from your books or from your movies or whatever too much horror in your head so when you look in the night you just see things you see and you watch too much of uh, which one wasn't all this thing all anything horror people, some people just love horror i don't understand them i don't i don't get it <laughs> i can't stand horror <laughs> so his truth shall be my shield and buckler i will not be afraid of terror by night nor the earth that flies by day nor the pestilence or destruction that walks in darkness so in in darkness of course there is, is we're not saying there's no harm in darkness and there's no harm during the day there's actually things out there there's the devil who has no walk his only work is to steal to kill to destroy there's the people that sit and walks through you get who just want to you get what i'm saying so but whether it's by night or by day there's an assurance that god has your back god is able to and will protect you are you seeing that aha verse 7 says a thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand but it shall not come near you so what is the emphasis of this it means there is something that is making all these people to fall there is harm whether it's sickness or disease plague war whatever it is bullets right but what is he saying he's saying that you can pro- you will actually witness people that who are not under the same protection as you are that will fall at your side ten thousand at your right hand there are many people in other words many people will even if many people are dying around you even if something is happening even if a plane will crash on your inside and everyone else dies you cannot die you will be preserved that's what this means it means that whatever it is that everyone else is facing does not have to be your portion whatever is happening with the nation does not have to be your portion coronavirus is everywhere you don't have to have it you can have confidence that god has shielded you from harm are you seeing that has shielded you from harm. whatever it is we've had there are too many stories too many stories of how god has delivered people from harm so a thousand shall, i think it's very powerful of course it's more like an maybe an exaggeration but it's more like he's trying to the picture that he's trying to paint look even if a thousand people fall at your side and ten thousand here right and as everywhere i see people just falling left right center and dying things are happening to them it will not come near you it cannot so there's a story i'm just remembering a story uh it's a story my dad would tell us about and i, I think i've seen i've actually seen the picture of the man a man who would take a cross what he did his own assignments I don't know i think it's god that told him to do it he would take a cross like a wooden cross and he would he went around the world just walking around the world with that cross and of course people see him carrying the cross and like what's that and that begins a conversation about jesus and this guy with his son they walk through um war zones like literal war zones where bullets are flying and everything and nothing would happen to them they will be preserved i mean crazy story crazy story like that they will walk through where i'm telling terrible places carrying that cross dragging it along and nothing will touch them there are too many stories of preservation so just because something's happening to everybody around you does not mean it's your portion you are not like everyone else say to yourself i'm not like everyone else you are not like everyone else 
you are God's child. It's only the things that happens to God's children that happens to you. It doesn't have to be like that. A thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not what come near you. It won't come near you. Are you seeing that? It says it won't even come near. That is, it won't draw near. I don't care what it is. It won't draw near. Because it says, verse 8, only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. In other words, you will see the destruction happening everywhere, but it will not happen to you. Are you seeing that? Oh, this is amazing. If you can sit down on these things and confess them to yourself, speak them over yourself in the day, take out time to, our time to read the Psalms in the morning, in the evening. You understand? Do it with your family. Build a consciousness around it. It will go a very, very, very long way. Okay, so that's what I want to share for today. I'll continue tomorrow, but then I hope this is enough. It should be enough. <laughs> go and sit down with it and stay on it. Meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly to them. And the God of, and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is able to protect you, who is in you, will protect you. Okay, guys, that's it for today. Um, don't forget we're praying on Mixlar every single day. We have a prayer thingy you can join and beef up your prayer life um it's on an app called mixlr so get the app from the play store or the app store m-i-x-l-r is the name of the app or the spelling get it search young ecclesia nation follow us and every day 6 a.m and 6 p.m nigerian time uh just join us it's for 30 minutes but it will do wonders we've got lots of testimonies of what god is doing in people's lives through those prayers okay Alright guys, that's it. Have a wonderful day and bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram, that's pst.sen, pst.essien. See you there.